Hi bestie! I'm Roisin. I'm Amy. And welcome back to another episode, or welcome if you're a new listener. We are two best friends from County Carlow. Book Up Bestie is a fun, light-hearted podcast and the whole premise of it was just deep car chats with your friends. We have our catch-up of the week where we catch up on our own lives. We then talk about serious or funny topics. We have a review of the week each week. We then talk to our lovely listeners with our agony auntie questions. We're over on Instagram at BuckleUpBestie or email us at BuckleUpBestie at gmail.com. Also, it would be great if you could take us a second out of your day and just review our podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. This week, we have a lovely catch-up of the week. Our top of the week is Fire Festival, the original and Fire Festival Part 2. Our review of the week is TikTok sensation um, trend that's going around where you have veggies and a chicken sausage with cottage cheese and mustard. So stay tuned for that and we really, really hope you enjoy. Buckle up, Bestie! Hey, Aro! <laughs> hey, you, man! We're just chatting off air about falling as an adult. Oh, God, isn't it just... It's the most horrendous It hurts your thing. pride more than yourself. We were just swapping stories of when we actually fell as an adult, and I actually... The, set, the embarrassment, that it's bringing, embarrassment that it's bringing back up in my body is terrible. I just hate falling in general yeah it's awful i couldn't imagine and i did say to amy that it's probably karma because i fell i probably said this before i fell in vancouver like i was getting off the bus and i just like i don't know what happened my, my feet just stopped working and i fell like on the grana and i had tights on and the tights stuck to my leg and i it was terrible yeah but i was saying to her, like, phone smashed into smithereens oh, my phone smashed my phone. how funny is smithereens by the way literally smithereens but it nearly turned into a flip phone i hit so hard in the ground yeah but anyway, I said, my kind of karma for me is that, like, if I was on the bus and someone fell outside the bus, I'd laugh so much. So, like, maybe, like, that's, like, people fall all the time, don't laugh, Roisin. Oh, but anyway. no. Anyway, Roisin, welcome back to the weekly catch-up. Thank you. Happy to be here. I'm going to start us off with a would you rather, if you don't mind. Oh, Jesus. And people are really getting involved. Yeah, and I think that they're all, but the two last ones have been so terrible. <laughs> as yeah. in like really hard to digest di- yeah or even hard to have to pick okay this week we have would you rather puke every time you belch or poo every time you fart I actually responded to this person I said I literally do both yeah. as it is I think I'd rather poo every time I fart yeah me because too. I hate getting sick no I think so as well but like and I practically do the IBS, the IBS. I think that if I was to poo every time I farted, what I would do is that would make me eat a lot cleaner. So I'd still poo, but I still, still fart, but not as often. And you would never have a fizzy drink. No, God, no. But but, but if you drink belch all you want, you can belch. Sick. Yeah, but I fart. Yeah, true. Do you know um for any male listeners like when? I thought you said. Do you know, like Franny Mail? <laughs> Someone's getting Do you know him? Says I to you, who the heck is Franny Mail? <laughs> I was like, do you know Franny Mail? And you were like, if two plus two is four. I was just thinking, who is Franny Mail? I was like, wait, for the follow up, and like, who the heck is Franny Mail? <laughs> oh, sorry. For any male okay, listening. Yeah. Sorry, I should enunciate. <laughs> When girls have their period, every time you go for a, a wee, you poop. Yeah, what is that about? 
there's something like that goes on in your bowels. I'd love to have the metabolism I have when I have my period all the time because I'd be about six stone. For pooing? Yeah, well, like, yeah, I suppose just kind of think cooking up faster, ready to get out. Really? Because mine's like that all the time and I'm not six stone. I just kind of feel like... It's kind of when it, oh, you're putting it in the top end as fast as it's coming out the bottom end. How are you meant to lose and weight? I am doing that, you know, <laughs> like I can't. I'm like Miss Pac-Man, I've said before, and I do stand by it. I'm I like stuffing myself for some reason up to my neck. And like, I ha- like I've had dinner there before I left and I was like, I'll have something sweet directly after. I'm like, Roshan, calm the hell. Oh, you actually did. What did you have for dinner, pray tell? I actually was going to ask her again to see if you wanted something. Sticky cooked, chicken. I cooked way too much. No, I didn't have sticky chicken. <laughs> I was about I to say get out. I know, I know, I didn't. So what I did was I actually, Mammy had some curry sauce left over from the weekend because she had a, she was catering, a catering gig. So she, Great. I just make basically chicken curry with her sauce. Just oh. made the veggies um, thing. And it was actually quite spicy. She had a really liked it. Was it? it? Watch out for that now, rice or chips so or I, both? Both. Oh, I did rice chips and then smeared some ma, brought naan bread. I mean, I actually popped a little bit of naan bread in the air fryer. But it, naan bread wasn't nice. Was it not? Was it was it nice? It's just like do you know that kind of plain naan bread you have to melt your little and there's yeah. nothing really. I good. don't like them. No, they're I don't very either. doughy. Like I barely like for all the listeners who don't know, I genuinely was, had a phobia of naan bread for years. I don't know what it was. Mm. The smell of naan bread. I remember being really sick when and I was. And it was little. so tragic when we'd go to the Indian. I know. I had a mental block against it. I remember sitting down in my kitchen corner um, vividly when I was you were younger. And I was sick. I was really sick. And I couldn't stop getting sick. And all I remember was the smell. And the smell. The smell. <laughs> the smelly. <laughs> Franny meal and smell. Um, the smell of naan bread. That'll do it to Every time I thought about it, I get sick. And then I just had a mental block against it. Anyway, fast forward. Got hammered down and locked down naan bread from the Indian. And I never looked back ever since. Thank God. But anyway, um, to answer your question. You had curry. Did an- you have something sweet? I didn't. I didn't have anything sweet. We might have a biscuit after this for an ice cream. Tea. It is Friday night for our listeners um, because yeah. I was away during the week. I'll tell Go you on, hit, hit us off with the week, bro. So last week, we recorded last Tuesday. Yeah. And now it's been like a week and a bit because it's now Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, so last week, I'm trying to even remember what we did last week. Did we go shopping last weekend? Was that last weekend? No, we've already spoke about that. That was the weekend before. Jesus, I can't keep up with what I've been doing. Did I so even see you last weekend? Last weekend was the toilet show. Mm-hmm. Well, knock me down with I don't a know feather. if we seen each other on the Saturday. I don't know if we did or not. No. But anyway, the, sun, the highlight of last weekend was the Tullow Show. I honestly really enjoyed the Tullow Show. I think it's one of the best days of the year. Roisin loves the Tullow Show. I just love the tents and I love the beer garden. And it's something that me and my family always do together. We always just go to the Tullow Show. And mm-hmm. then Ashley's husband um, loves the farming bits. But we did enter Ashley. Well, I didn't do anything. Ashley and Liam entered their little dogs into the doggy competition, and Amy n- entered Nelly, and they were made friends. The fact that they got I a know. beside each other just when I was like, I have to send this to Roshan. Oh God! I was like, all your nieces are together, and you're not here. I know, and sure, look, wasn't I in the square waiting for a fucking um? Did I tell you I did? Actually, never told you this, and I probably should. Oh I should say it on air, but anyway, I'll say it anyway. And I don't even know who these people were, so they probably could listen. Um, I was having a really bad like like do you know when you feel so stressed and it's in your chest and you know okay. you're, you know you're gonna snap at someone and it just takes someone to 
say was one the thing. heat of the day that got Probably you? the heat. Like, yeah. I was just having a, an anxious day and I didn't get a chance to meditate or anything in the morning. Um, and then we were waiting for the bus. The bus was taking ages. This was, was on really your hot. way there? Yes. Yeah. This is why we were so late because we were waiting in the square on the, like, the free shuttle bus going. Amazing service. Your yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Lovely. Anyway, so we were waiting on the bus for ages and there was a big queue and there was these young ones behind us and like, they, were, like, they weren't doing anything wrong. They were just standing behind us. And then the, the little taxi finally came. There was about 24 of us and there was a four, 13 or 14 seater taxi. And I was like, I'm not fucking up. I'm May the odds here. be ever in your favour kind like, of thing. Like we literally sat there for 35 minutes and then we're all walking through the bus and I kind of walked in front of the girls and said, sorry girls, I've been queuing for 40 minutes. No, I shouldn't have said that to them. They didn't have to do anything wrong. I'm so surprised at you. I know. And were they queuing for 45 minutes too? No. No, they were behind us, you see. Right. But I don't know how long they were queuing for. And, but like they were well in the right. So we're just walking for the taxi. But I just, I just snapped. And then one of them goes, well, when for you isn't that great? Oh, and no. then I was like, oh, this bitch. What age? Like young ones. Like I shouldn't have opened my And did my they mouth. get on the taxi too? No, they didn't. They didn't make it? They wouldn't get on. It was actually like, in fairness, then he's the taxi man squeezed everybody. We were driving to the Tula show. There was about 150 of us in the 14-seater. Oh. But the girls didn't get on then. But I felt really bad all day. Is this your public apology? It is a public apology. And it's just a kind of a... Uh, announcement that if you're feeling crazy maybe just meditate before you leave the house yeah and like but in fairness I don't think you did much they wrong were like you were just, saying like sorry yeah like they're kind of just jump. like I thought they were cutting in front of me and I was like I'm not about that life like I'm not going to sit here and say nothing if these girls are going to try to take my seat yeah but I shouldn't have said anything really. were you getting on on your own no my family was everyone was with me thank god my whole family looked at me like is she okay what's up with her was they like, were like way behind yeah everyone like, was like distanced myself from me but anyway I felt so guilty all day and they were just two young girls trying to enjoy their life but then I did see them later on to show with all of their little friends and I said well, they made I want to get bit up they're all did you buy them a little ice cream or anything I didn't they were drinking cans yeah like I'd say they were about 18 well he's had he's met it girl so look he's met it anyway Sorry to those girls. That's one out of the band. I'm actually quite nice out in public. Yeah, and so that's the thing. Amy wouldn't snap at you. <laughs> no, I'd, but I'd give out about it for four days, but I wouldn't say it. I just, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know what the heck was wrong with me. I feel like, I genuinely feel like my, I'm changing, like, my personality. Like, like the last couple of days, I feel like if I like if someone is saying something I don't agree with, I'm just saying to them, like, I don't agree with that. Good. Or, like, I can't stop cleaning my room. I can't stop throwing stuff out. I can't stop, like... I don't know what the heck's happened to me. You're healing. I You're in your healing girl era. It's Freaky Friday. Oh my god, who be swap it? I think I'm Jamie Lee Curtis now. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god, I seen like on TikTok this like uh Mary Kate and Ashley, do you know their film New York Minute or something mm-hmm. it's called? But I actually haven't seen that one. I'm like I really want to watch it. I've never I seen it either, but I know of it. Yeah. Yeah. They're so they're so good back in the day. Oh my god, they? I love them. But come here, what did you think of the solo show? It was good. Now, it was a fucking scorcher of a day. Oh, my God. But and, like, but, like, I would say it was too warm. So, yeah, when, like, well, we're just not equipped for it. And, like, the beer tent, like, there was no tables or chairs at it, so everyone was kind of standing. Oh, really? And, like, I think that's probably the vibe, which is, like, you know, great for, like, it is kind of a beer garden kind of S, so it's great, but I was just, like, I need to sit down. Yeah. Um, and, and were you allowed to go out of the tent with your drinks? Yeah, like, we were all sitting, at, like, standing outside the tent, say, like, right. there was, like, some chairs like outside the tent but like there was no like you know picnic bench type situation yeah um but it was great it's always a great day yeah and like it's fun but yeah i really enjoyed the show but i went home around eight usually i'd say for the last minute but i actually had a busy week with work mm. then after that so i was way at work so anyway 
all in all, thriller show, we'll give it a solid 8 out of 10. And we're right. taking it a minus 2 away because I was in a bad mood. That's not what you do at the thriller show. It's not their fault. Yeah, and I'll, I'll let you, when, when you're doing your weekly, weekly roundup, I'll get you to rate what you thought of it as well. Oh, no bother. You're like, I'll, I'll note it down. Um, and then anyway, I was away with work. Um, they brought us glamping um, for three days for our off-site. It was very fun. Um, you were in a little teepee. You were very glad. little teepee. It was lovely. And it was my first time kind of think, think uh, like her hearing of like, sorry, not hearing, my first time like doing anything like glamping. Like I camped like a lot, like growing up in the, like we go August bank holidays with my family. Mm-hmm. And then obviously. You haven't done that in a while, have you? We did, oh, you did, we did it last, last year. year. Yeah, yeah. I actually really enjoy it. Yeah. It's really fun because like we have like the whole gazebo set up and we have a big tent. Like mum and dad have this like tree, like tree um, room tent. Yeah, and then you have like a, a foyer of sorts. Oh, excuse so me, like fancy own. Um, but it's nice. I really, really, and I always seem to get a really good sleep at a tent because I think I get knocked out because I'm so warm. Do you know when you right. pass out? Yeah, you very so good. But anyway, it was lovely. It was really cool to see everyone, everyone from like all the different offices that we have in Europe and Canada and stuff are there. Um, but yeah, big, heavy day of just all the time of um just. Chatting people like you kind of underestimate how tiring it is talking to people. Yeah. For like so long, and then you're kind of switched on all the time, you know, as well, because you're like genuinely trying to listen to people. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we had three days of drink- drinking as well, so that kind of really knocked it out with me for six. Yeah. But I'm really trying. Then I came home on um Thursday, mm-hmm. and then me and Amy went for like a big walk, which yeah. we like got more after that. I know, and it was an hour. Yeah. So we're walking and we're quite, once we, us gals get chit chat and there's no stopping. No, we, we needed a good catch up. But then I actually, one of the, one of the, um, on Wednesday night we went for like dinners with their own teams and we went to Teppanyaki. Tell us about that. I love Teppanyaki. It was called Chayo in Dublin. I don't know what street it's on. Um, but anyway, it's really, really cool. So like the Teppanyaki, for people who don't know what it is, like it's like, you know, you sit around a grill, say, and they actually make the food in front of you. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool. But I was telling Amy last night that they all tried to do tricks. <laughs> so first of all, the first trick was he tried to flick the egg into his hat and he missed the hat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, was he meant to know? Oh, no, no. Oh, no. He's had to get in the hat and the Jesus. Yeah. Second time he did get it, though. And then, secondly, he was, like, making the egg for the egg fried rice, which is grand. And then he was, like, flicking it into people's mouths and people were able to, like, people were grabbing it and stuff. <laughs> and then he flicked it at me. But it hit me in the eye. Was it hot? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, like, it was roasted, but yeah, it was greasy. My eyelid was greasy. Oh, yeah, so greasy. it at me and it went into my eye. Um, and then it was stuck in my eyelid. And everyone was like, Ocean, you still have egg in your, like... So was, I think the girl across from me was like, you still have egg in your uh, your eyelash. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, my God. I, I got out in the end. But great night. But then he kept saying, open your sexy mouth. And I was like, that was a bit strange. To you? <laughs> to everyone. To everyone. So to one of the girls at the table, like, open your sexy mouth and I'll throw, like, throw the egg in. Now we're all just like, what the heck? I think my, my, my lips are sealed, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you got a sexy mouth, bitch. Oh, my God. But um, Chapanyaki... A family favorite. You should, I, if you haven't ever been, you should definitely. We should all go up. I know. I know. It's so. And do a bit of karaoke after. But if we're going up to Dublin, and I want to go straight to that all-you-can-eat Asian place. Oh, I. So me and Amy are going to go up, go to Clemenum Jail, all-you-can-eat Asian place, and then go to the Asian market after it, maybe. And we want to go to Stella. And we want to go to Stella. Come here, we made us go up for a full day and do it. Yeah, I know. 
But I thought um, Mamma Mia was on in the stead and it's not. But I think Greece is on at some stage, to be honest. We could go do that, yeah. Yeah. Greece. Yeah. Yeah. We'll look at, should we look into it? Come in, I'm jail. If anyone really works there, send us some tickets. But sure, we won't Never get to decide the Christmas because you won't stay in the country. But you know, that's very true. I do have, we do have a lot coming up. Yeah. We're going to be back to remote recording in the next little while, girlies. Gosh, how will that go, I wonder? But anyway, I've been talking kind of scutter. But here we are now, <laughs> up to date, it's Friday evening, I'm here, I'm happy to be back. Yeah. My, Amy did let me know yesterday that my voice is hoarse. Oh yeah, and I meant to say that, Sarah Roshan's a little bit hoarse. But, and Don't know if it's no. purely from trying to scream songs that I can't sing. But anyway, look, we're here. But at least you're like well lubed up now for next weekend. Me and Roshan yeah. are actually pink moon glamping yes. this year. So which we we've never done tickets. before. Yeah, I know. So we're pink and pink and moon. <laughs> we're pink and moon. <laughs> That's when you show your fanny and your bum. <laughs> oh my god! When I was small, when I was in primary school, I used to always moony. Like I would moony everyone. What in school? Yeah, well, like I remember saying this to my sister, and she was like, "Yeah, your arse was never in." <laughs> I don't remember I that. I was mooning people left, right, and center. Do you remember where like the basement in primary school was? But we used to go and have to clean up the garden out the back. Do you ever remember that garden? I remember the basement. The garden out the back where, like, through the art thing. Through the art room where we used to learn how to play chess. Yeah. There was, like, a garden out the back and it was, like, a cement. But, like, then there was, like, a bit of... Like, you were never allowed back there. We were never allowed back there. But when we were trying to get our green flag, we (laughs) we had to go and clean it up. Like, I mean to say, like, we were down with, like, little picks picking, like, like um gravel out of the cement and stuff. Jesus you Christ. probably don't remember. They it was, like, one day. It. Yeah. But there was, like, big, massive square windows looking into the basement. And I remember me and another girl were mooning into that window. It was oh. a girl we mentioned in the last set. Was, the there giddy pe- was there people looking? I don't know. We couldn't see kind of in, but they'd probably see how we were mooning and our little bumps. <laughs> hey, queer! I, I loved when we went down to the basement doing computers and doing the chat. Do you know what? Remember, we used to like write letters for that book, Dear Grace, or whatever it was. No, there was this book that was like set up by this girl. I think it was called Dear Grace, and her she had Grace had died, and her parents were setting up a book, and basically like it was like a competition of sorts for all primary schools, and you'd write in a letter about the past year about what happened. Oh. And, like, me being a sly little bitch, like, everyone got to go down and, like, write the letter. But, like, it was over the course of, like, three days. But sure, I kept saying I wasn't finished. And I went down all three days and wrote the letter. Aww. And, like, my letter I was, don't remember that. It was about 76 pages long. I remember down there for so long typing away at it. Oh God, I'd love to go into that school now. I know. I'd love to go see it. But it's actually, actually, I have seen it recently because Mammy was doing something there. But um, it's big. Like, I think they have, like, prefab sorts in the no actual way. like um schoolyard now because there's so many people in wow but anyway tell me about your week i have nothing to add i went to the total show as well i went with my mom and nelly and mammy insisted that we entered now she actually entered nelly into the dog show into nelly. the tie dog comp and it was so embarrassing i had to go in like for anyone who doesn't know i've said it a million times i am the most awkward person on planet earth but like I knew if Mammy brought her in, she would she'd be looking for me, so she wouldn't do anything. So I had to go in and bring her around the ring, and with like those kids and all. Now there was adults too, 
but I mean to say it was 50 degrees. It was so warm. And the sun decided to just shine on that like ring at that stage. And I, like I had, ma- I never wear makeup. I had makeup on and everything. I was so hot. It was so, and I think that a majority of people were dressed in case it rained. Yeah. And like, everyone was wearing like heavy stuff and stuff. Sorry for the, the. I wasn't, I was wearing like a flowy skirt and a t-shirt and I had, but I had big boots on, Mm -hmm. but I was like, oh my God. And then I was so embarrassed. I was so hot and it went on for so long. I'm sure there was 50 dogs in her category. Like it was terrible. (sighs) She didn't place anywhere. Then we had to walk out and like, I started slowly seeing like people I knew and like everyone was waving to me and I was like, these are all so nice, but also I want to die. I know, because when you're awkward though, oh, also for a picture, but you're like, you could just let your ma go in and do it, but you went in and did it. Oh, and then, yeah, but I'm just like, I, d- I would do anything for Nelly. Oh my yeah. God, I was telling Roisin last night. <laughs> no. So that night I went home after Nelly didn't place anywhere. Like everyone I was talking to was like, that's a fix and all, like she should have won and blah, blah, blah. Like she should have, she, she had her good harness on and everything. <laughs> she should have got her hat on. She had a good harness on. And then I went home that night anyways, pottering around, not a bother, got into bed and Nelly looked so sad and I just burst out crying because I thought she was upset because she didn't place. <laughs> and then I just kept saying, you are gorgeous. You're the most gorgeous girl. I have to, I still am reassuring her, but I always tell her every day she's really pretty. It anyway. knocks your goddamn confidence. But I'm not entering again because I think it's mean. No. It's like baby pageants. It's not fair. Like, who's the prettiest baby? They're all cute. Like, unless it's for at least 100 grand. Yeah, like, and what? To win some nuts that she doesn't even eat? I have her on specific nuts. I won't change them. Yeah, so, do you know what? Keep it. Keep it. Keep it. Fuck it. They think you're cruffs up there. Nelly's the winner in our eyes in the tie the dog. The dog yeah, she's the best tie dog. But then, yeah, after that, we went around. It was too hot outside, and then it was too hot in the tents. The tents... My God, at one stage I felt a bead of sweat trickle down my arse. I was like, this is No, like, I was sweating in places I never believed I could. And I couldn't take up my sunglasses because, you know, what lies beneath kind of thing. I know, I know, The crinkly underneath the eyes. Me and Mammy got an ice cream. That was lovely. And then we both kind of looked at each other as if to say, let's go. Let's get that. We had enough. But, like, I was in a bad mood. I was foul mood, I was. Because of the heat or because of Nelly? didn't win it was no it wasn't because Nelly didn't win I'm oh, sorry didn't as in me. like Nelly because you're in the ring having to walk Nelly around I think I didn't mind that so much it was because it took so long yeah and like I thought it'd be like a bit of crack but like it was very serious mm-hmm. and then yeah like you know yeah like and your man was pure dog ignorant was he yeah no wonder he's like judging dogs because like he's the biggest dog of all in my oh, eyes Jesus was he rude yeah he wasn't nice oh. and um yeah, and then the traffic and the heat. and But you know what? Like, if it was raining, I would have been given out as well. I just think it's... I thought I'd like it because I love, like, a market. Mm, yeah, I know. You yeah. know? And I just... I didn't like that. And then there's all the there's always, like, you're going to run into people, you know, because it's tall. Yeah, I know. So I don't mind that so much. Mm. But the tents were very hot. Oh, my God. And at one stage, we were walking, right, and we could hear this singing. And I was like, Mommy, oh, my God. Like, that's so bad. Like, she's flat as a pancake. Like, and we were, like getting closer and closer and I was like Jesus like whoever that is they need to fire them got closer it was like you know what those lorries that they have when the people sing on them it was a child oh no <laughs> they were obviously getting different kids up singing and, was- and I was like I am Satan reincarnated do you check up I don't care your child you're out of key I was there shy get off <laughs> anyway I start egging her <laughs> I threw an apple at her <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I didn't like it. But it's just it's not for me. But yeah. like it was like well laid out. It was big, mm-hmm. and they got a great day for it. Like yeah, whatever. It's not everyone's cup of tea. No, like, I'm not even going to rate it because it's not fair. No, but I know like I Zero. would be into that. Kind of, I'm not going to rate minus six. Um, I'd be into that kind of like kind of outdoor stuff in the field, which is not everyone's kind no. of cup of tea. And then I was like second guess, and I was like, oh my god, will I be okay for EP? Like, because this is really killing me. But I was like, no, EP is. Yeah, EP will have t- like. It's not gonna be chapters. Um, it's not have tickets. EP <laughs> will have um, like all cool singers at and stuff. Did you think fifteen euro was a bit steep to get into? Yeah, I, I thought it was. To be honest with you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I was a bit shocked. I was appalled. I thought maybe yeah. fifteen euro per car. It's gone up a good bit, but um, like we used to be ten. Was it? Yeah, you, mm. back in the day, it used to be ten. Inflation. Maybe yeah, inflation. I suppose they had to put it up. But Roisin, other than that, I have been doing nothing without you. I've been waiting for you to come back, as I always. Well, Miss, here I am. I'm ready to get going. Ro, let's leave it there, shall we? And welcome to Topic of the Week. Yo! Um, okay, so I'll talk with you this topic. I'll talk with you about the thought process, thought process behind it. Um, so there's two kind of topics I want to do, and somehow they kind of just came together. Okay. So I wanted to do like a topic on something kind of festivaly, considering that this will be out next Tuesday, and then it'll be the week of EP. Yes. And then I also wanted, then I was like, oh, maybe I'll scratch that. Like, uh, I kind of already did something on festivals before. Mm-hmm. And then... I was thinking I'd love to do a topic, which I still might do this topic, but I'm not telling you anyway. Um, just cr- cr- like weird things that people spend money on. Oh yeah. Like the people were just like, if you didn't have to save or whatever, what would you spend your money on? Yeah. So then I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. But then I was talking to my sister and she told me, um, this what the topics want to be about and they just brought two of them together. Okay. So this topic, this week, this topic is going to be Fire Festival Part 2. I heard that that's coming out and they're selling it for like yeah. five grand or something. So today's topic is that Billy McFarland is who's the founder and um, co-creator of Fire Festival um, has now announced that Fire Festival will be taking place again next year. Mm. Are people going to buy tickets? Well, I'll tell you now, miss. You're what are you going to say? You've, you've got a sport. You're going to be shocked. We're actually heading to the Bahamas. <laughs> so pack your bags. I thought we were getting we're to the moon. We're going to fire. We're actually going to fire. I mean, hope you don't mind just like being dehydrated for four days. <laughs> um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a little backstory on Billy. Um, his real name is actually William. Um, and then what we will do from there is I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the festival that's going to be happening in next year. And then I'm going to go through some, um, basically some top facts about Fire Festival from the previous, the, right. the original. So people who don't know what it is, Fire Festival was basically a festival that happened and um, I'm going to go through all the things that happened at it to make it such a big disaster. Mm. Um, there's a couple of documentaries about it. There's one on Netflix, there's one on Hulu. Um, so Go if, watch it, it's wild. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's actually crazy. Mm. It's kind of like Woodstock and a Woodstock, whenever it was, 91 or whatever it was, it was crazy and it was pretty much on par with that. Right. Um. But yeah, so I'll take you through it and then we can, any questions, jump like in or just sit back and let your mind move in blown. That's what I'm here for. So this, sorry, this is how it brought together because this is, I cannot believe people are actually spending money on... um. 
this these tickets when yeah. they know because the tickets are not cheap they're very expensive mm. and then also ties and festivals so it's kind of bringing the, the thing perfect together. right here we go so Billy was born in 1991, so he's not that much older than us. No. And he's an American con artist and a convicted <laughs> felon. Now, is that on his CV? This is all from Wikipedia. Perfect. So Billy, don't come for me. I'm just reading Wikipedia. Just, just to preface this, allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Billy is an alleged uh, con artist, but he actually is a convicted felon. Well. So he, because he went to jail, so he got actually jail time for the first fire fest. And now he's allowed to Did he? Yeah, he went to jail. Yeah, he went to jail for a couple of years. But it's crazy, crazy. Great promotion. I was saying this to Neve, and she was like, "It's only in America that would happen. Like, mm. there's no way that any other country you come out and be convicted for something and then be able to do it again." Yeah. And no one bat an eyelid. Crazy bastard. Um. So he co-founded the ill-fated Fire Festival. He defrauded investors of twenty-four point sorry twenty-seven point four million by marketing and selling tickets to the festival and other events. Uh, Vanity Fair has described him as the poster boy for millennial sca- millennial scanning scamming. I can't speak today. <laughs> millennial scamming. Um, in twenty thirteen, he uh, founded Magnes Magnesis. It's M A G N I S E S Magnes. Um, I don't have to pronounce it, but a card based club uh, targeted at millennials. So, um, it's for all the world. I think it's kind of like a kind of a credit card. And he used 1.5 million of investor funding for that. Then he later founded um, Fire Media, which developed Fire Mobile app. So that was just basically a way to book music talent. Um, and then into 2016 with Jarul, um, who's a <laughs> rapper, uh, they created Fire Festival. And this was a luxury music festival. And the whole point of this really was to promote their Fire app, which was an app to book musical okay. talent. Um, so it was a scheduled to take place in April um, and May 2017 but was aborted after attendees had arrived due to problems with security, food, logistics, understaffing, accommodations and talent relations. And by talent relations, <laughs> like literally everyone pulled out. Yeah. And it was just like local. Wasn't it on an island? Yeah, it was on an island. People like, had to fly there. Like. Yeah, people had to. And like, weren't they getting sick in the planes and all? Yeah, it's like cr- like crazy, crazy stuff went on. Like it was just like it sounded horrific. Yeah, but just like it's mad that you just like and it was targeted towards like r- young rich kids who just had nothing else to spend their money on, more so. Um. So then in twenty seventeen, um, he was sued for one hundred million in a class action lawsuit. Um, on behalf of fire festival attendees, um, then he was arrested and charged with wire fraud. Um and after pleading guilty on two counts of wire fraud, he was sentenced to six years in federal prison. But he was released in March twenty twenty two, only after serving four years. So how many years was he supposed to serve? Six, six, and he only served four. Right. For fraud, I mean, like he must have promised the guards tickets to the next fest. Honest to God, kind of like like really oversold who was going this time. Mm. Fast forward to this year, um. So he announced then that Fire Festival 2 was going to take part. Um, so next year's, this is from an uh, article called Exceed Me. Uh, next year, so somewhere in the Caribbean, Fire Festival is going to take place. Um, its founder, Billy McFarlane, released a state, re- recently released from prison, announced through social media channels um, that Fire Festival 2 is going to be 
in place. And he had a lot of time to think about it. He honestly it. did. He kind of had a good four years to put a plan together. And he actually did think about it in prison. He came out and said that he was like he had so much time to think about it, about how he was going to be able to pay all the investors back with the money he's going to make from this. Mm. So I mean, um, so the release, the the first release of tickets is already completely sold out. What is wrong with people? But do you know what? I'd say people are thinking there's no way he could do it that badly again. You'd, you'd think. But like he did it the first time. Yeah. Like I mean I wouldn't. Like it's mad. Like So mm. the tickets range from $499 to $7,999 and even the most dear ones completely everything is sold out. And what's ones. included in the... Sorry, um, are you going to get to all this maybe? It doesn't. It's not out yet. What's going to be included in the most luxurious package? Um, so people are just spending that money and hoping. So they'll buy a package like it'll be like luxury. Like I'm sure the seven thousand nine hundred ninety nine is probably like you know luxury cabin or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't say like what each breakdown of price was. Right. But I presume four hundred ninety nine is just a ticket and like a basic, and then the, that would be the most luxurious one then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one I know he promised people like an unlimited drink package so maybe that's in there as well right. but um, the, the these prices will increase until it's completely sold out so when the next round comes out it'll be even more expensive than that which is crazy and people are going to buy it like. oh my god um, and this is a statement that he said this time we will have incredible support I will be doing what I love while working with the best logistics and infrastructure partners we look forward to surprising the world with our partners as we turn Fire Festival 2 into the island adventure of a lifetime. So the island that it was meant to be on, um, is I think I, do, I, I think it's going to be the same island but that I think was it's last time. I think it is Ackle because you know it's kind of it's like the Bahamas. Yeah. It looks pretty like it. Um so yeah. That's basically what he announced um, for Fire Festival 2 is coming out and people are just spending their money. I think that also people who have seen documentaries about it are probably like, we'll have to fucking just go and see this because if Ghost Pits Up, at least we were there. Yeah. Uh, people are probably like going to be more prepared and things like that, but it's absolutely wild. But now I'm going to go through, for people who haven't heard of Fire Festival at all, I'm just going to go through some facts about what made it um, really unsuccessful and basically what happened. Um, yeah. And then... If you want to know more about it, as we said, there's a documentary on Netflix and Hulu. Mm-hmm. So number one, um, sorry, this is also from a different article that I'm I'm reading this from, but I'm a couple of different points from different articles because it's there's actually never ending. <laughs> no. It's never ending about things that went wrong. No, like you just you think that like <laughs> you think that you've read it all and then you find something else. Like I don't know how on earth this actually happened. Like I'm sorry to cut in, but the first thing that scares me is that it's on an island. It's like I like those people, people were stranded; they couldn't get home. And I'm just like, what makes like if say this one was in just some part of America, you'd be like, right, okay, well, like at least we can get a bus or whatever. But like, it's in an island again. Yeah, I get. And I think on the same island. Like oh. I'm not like I think it's, it's it is on the same island. And I'm just like, what the heck? Yeah. Why are people going back there? Like leave spend the, the same lives. money. <laughs> just let, like the ocean, just leave it. Just leave it alone. Um. So, number one, uh, it was severely overhyped. Um. So, the setup of like the marketing for it, like, was just completely like false. Like you know those ads that you have, like people coming out with the most luxurious extension hair, and they're trying to sell box dye. Mm. That's that kind of vibe. So viewers were fed like visuals of 
um, extravagant yachts and then like idyllic Bahama beaches and models on like boats and yachts. Um, and that's a dream that they were selling. They were also saying that they had like a really cool lineup of Blink-182, Major Lazer and uh, Little Yachty. Is that his name? Yeah, I think so. Um, but they were all told that they were going. So obviously that created a lot of hype. Because they're, like I feel like Blink-182 has a big following. But then that's completely different to like Major Lazer and Little Yachty. Like, Can I, I mean? just cut across you again just on Blink-182? Do you know EP announced say that the script are now headlining EP for one of the days. I think it's a Sunday. Are they? And I didn't see that. Somebody commented under it and was like, I want my money back. I was expecting Blink-182. And he said, oh, no, I wouldn't disagree. People uh, were saying they're going to sue them. <laughs> oh, God. I actually have to say, I'm buzzing about the script. You yeah, love them. I love them. I think any Irish band that comes and plays in Ireland, they, they always give it 125%. Yeah, I think uh, people are just like, ah, fuck's sake, because, like... I mean, there's a difference, there's a big difference in Billie Eilish in the script. Like, yeah. she could, like... But I just feel like, is she going to back out at the last minute? No, I doubt she it. She couldn't. But I love Blink, I love Blink, I love um, the script, I think, I love all her songs, I think yeah, they're brilliant. Yeah, can we go see them, anyway? But sure, look, we'll shake, we'll shake a leg at them, at least. <laughs> Sorry, it's for Um, Number two, um, the crazy prices at... Yeah, crazy prices and the general mismanagement of funds. Um, when Fire launched, uh, tickets started at thousand dollars, so they're now much lower the second time around because they were starting at four nine nine. Mm-hmm. Um, which was meant to include accommodation, the flight to the island, the accommodation, of the flight to the island. Uh, it didn't seem like a bad price to cover a five day trip in the Bahamas because that's how long the festival was planning on running for. Um, but then the costs were doubling then as the event day approached. Um, and then there was like deluxe services that you could add on like helicopter rides and the free flow drink thing I was telling you about um, and they were continu- continuously added to the list to justify the prices so they're raising up these prices and it's been like yeah no they're crazy now you're getting a helicopter ride you're getting free drink for the whole five days you're getting this and this so they're just basically scamming people out of money um, and then the organisers took out a short term loan and told people it would be a cashless and careless event and then they were encouraging people to um, load money onto these things called fire bands. So it's like, I presume it's like an Apple oh, Watch day that yeah. you can like It's like that, um, that water park. It's like, where is it? It's, just, it's the same thing. You have like a wristband. Oh, I never know. I think it, is it in Ibiza as well? They do something like that. Oh, it could be. Yeah. I, I actually never heard it before, but mm. now I'm thinking about it. It's handy because then you're just like, you just load money Because I think you're it. not allowed your phone or something. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah, because so this is like you're just popping thing onto but then again more ways for them to make money yeah um and then so some people reportedly sold everything they owned for one of these outrageously high tickets which i feel like that's stupid to do anyway yeah like exactly. i know that they're scamming you but like how stupid you have to be to just sell everything you own to go but even if it was a great f- fabulous weekend what were you going to do when you came back <laughs> like yeah like that's five days like this is what i kind of wanted to get into the topic of like people will spend money like, i'm really really bad at money management like 100 percent, but i have to know to where to draw the line yeah like uh, like people will spend money on the craziest shit but just but and they also like it's like the the canadians love a queue like they just want to do what everyone else is doing Literally, like i'm just like let it be yeah like maybe say i'll check out what next year's like yeah, you know, like give it a test run. And, and then thank God you, you did wait till the next year. Yeah, exactly. But you know. 
Um, so keep in mind that the ticket started out at $1,000 um, and they were the cheapest. And then the VIP packages were priced around 12 grand um, towards the end. And they kept pretending that they were getting all these like crazy stuff with. And obviously, they got nothing. as you probably are gathering now, not, none of it happened. Um, so then they're paying people to publicize it. So they got Kendall Jenner to do a post about it. They got Hayley Baldwin to do a post about it. Now Hayley Bieber. Um, and so they paid Kendall Jenner 250 grand for one Instagram post for that. And then eventually, like, because I think then she had to go to court as well over the whole thing. And then she ended up deleting the post. But I think that she obviously had to keep the money. Oh my God. Um, but this is a thing, like, when they get those all these celebrities promoted, like, like if, you know, you're a fucking like diehard fan of hers you'll just buy a ticket like yeah which is just mental but why the fuck would you promote something that like you have no idea about i know like it's mad like you know, I just, and like a couple of them like i don't think they got in trouble per se because they were just like it was just business yeah but like still i think that the people were kind of holding them responsible as well which is not their fault but like still it's crazy yeah you're still a part of it yeah and i'd say oh i imagine this being all caught up in the whole thing like it's it's just until you watch documentary you just want to see how wild it is did Ryan Trevor, did he have anything to do with it? Do you know what? <laughs> All roads lead back to him, by fucking things. The poor man can't catch a break. God, hell. Everything that's going wrong with this country, everything's blaming on him. I saw I've seen someone shouting at potholes the other day, giving out to him. <laughs> it was like, what is that Ryan Trevor, doing? Oh my Must God. Be. Poor Ryan. Justice for Ryan, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> Just for Ryan in brackets, joking. <laughs> JK. Um... So, fire, this is the next one. Fire was meant to be held at a private island called uh, Fire K, um, once rumoured to be owned by Pablo Escobar. This turned out to be false, and the private island was actually addressed up Roker Point, um, which is just, it wasn't as fabulous as, like, it was just like an island that said it wasn't actually a different island. Okay. Um, attendees were promised that swanky limousines would pick them up from the airport, but instead there was these big buses came and collected Oh, God. Like a school tour. Yeah. Um. Once the artists caught wind, like so, once like the music artists caught wind of like what the hell fire festival is turning into, they pulled out one by one. And uh, Major Laser was nowhere near the Bahamas. Like they like on the weekend they were actually performing at a different festival. So like they like we don't even know if like they were actually meant to Confirmed go or what. Yeah. So they were playing in, in Texas at the time. Jesus. Um, but yeah, then loads of people start pulling out. So then the only people who actually performed at it were um, Bahamian locals, m- musicians. Oh, but good for them. No, good for them. Like, I hope, I hope they got a bit spotlight, at yeah. least. Um, next one. So the situation developed into madness and the management did absolutely nothing. They kind of, you know, like locked themselves away just to kind of protect themselves from the whole thing because it was literally like people were like beating each other up and stuff it was crazy it was like <laughs> it was like hunger games oh my god um sorry this one actually does say um first hand accounts say the atmosphere was like the hunger games people were fighting over tents and ripping mattresses apart and others were using them as floaties in the sea trying to go trying to get home imagine how bad going home in um, an air mattress Organize the organization, organization, and the organizers had basically like just gone out the window, and it was just a free for all. People were just like it was literally like Survivor, like people were just like trying to survive. Like I suppose they're like we're going to fucking die here. There's no way to go home. We can't get a plane out. There's no food. There's not enough tents for everybody. There's not even enough water for people to drink, and they're like, how are we going to survive? And it's all you rich kids as well who like 
would not be used to it. Like, not, not, like, not that we, like, we wouldn't be used to that either. They wouldn't have to go on the washing machine, let alone survive. Survive in Ireland for five days. Um, so once the true extent of the luxury event had been revealed, then people were just freaking the fuck out. Um, and then most attendees were rich kids banking on the fact that this was, uh, this was going to be the time of their lives. So mm. then this then um, turned into an absolute shit chaos. Show. Shit show. Um, so needless to, says, needless to say, this was the anticlimax of all anticlimaxes. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just no shows, there was no party, there was no fun, no nothing, no shifting, no riding. Everyone was just like, you surviving. Think, you think people are going to see at your best and you're like just vomiting everywhere because you're so dehydrated. The organisers then came out with a statement and used the fact that nobody got, that nobody was murdered, that the proof that this, um, that the festival wasn't a total disaster. They were like, yeah, but like no one was killed. Did anyone die at it? No. I don't, well, no one was murdered, so I don't, but I'm not 100%, I don't think anybody did, did die. I don't think there's any fatalities. But, um, but they were like, yeah, but like there wasn't um, anybody, anybody murdered, so like, it, you know, it could have been way worse. And everyone was like, are you, are you joking? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I assume there was no kids, like, there wasn't a family. No, I think it was like a music fest, like, I think it was like just like rich young people. Yeah. Um, and then people who sold their whole lives to go there. Jesus Christ. Um, then fire festival organisers accused some of the locals of um, putting hits out on them. So <laughs> the fire festival um, workers, like they never got paid for it. Like, so all of their time and effort never got paid for it. And then some of the organisers were saying that some of the locals had um, paid people to like kill them and had hits out on them and stuff. And they were like, please, like people are trying to kill us. Like, I know that's wrong, but you also never paid them. <laughs> yeah, like, did like, people get their work. money back? No, this is their man came out with the statement that he wanted to pay back to investors. I know I don't know how much people got back, but he said in that statement that he wanted to pay back people. I don't know if any of these people actually ended up getting paid. Or but like, as in the people who bought tickets, did they get money back? Oh, I don't know. Like I, I doubt it. That's mad. Like your man did get sued for a hundred million, but I don't know if they actually ever got that money back. Like they could Jesus. have. Jesus. But. Like, how would you even pay back like, I suppose it'd be easy just whoever had record a buy-in, but, like, they could have, I doubt it. Oh, my God. Um, and then there's another few facts from a different article, but I just thought this fact was so funny. Um, <laughs> the title of it is, Blink-182 pulled out and no one cared. Oh, <laughs> Travis. I know. One of the funniest, if unremarked upon moments in both documentaries is how no guests especially seem to care that the band's booked to... The, about the bands booked to play a fire festival um, most tellingly everyone interviewed shrugged off the fact that headliner Blink-182 had pulled out of the festival on the eve of their performance but I think it is like even with like on a smaller scale EP like if Billie Eilish did back out like we'd be like oh that's so shite but like we'd still go you'd still go like, yeah, like, and like have the best time like, like it is you are going for the music and everything but like that's not the be all and end all no. either so like as in even if we were at the festival and she pulled out like it'd be sad but like you wouldn't go home you'd just go yeah something else, like. but like and it's not like you know a major laser pulled out everyone was on the ground screaming crying and then like I'm like you've no shelter you've no food you've no water I think, like, Blink-182 not performing is the least of your worries, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, if they were performing, you would barely be able to stand up to, like, support them, so... Like, how would you? You haven't even got tears to cry. Yeah, to know. Your body's so But then, the next one is, um, yeah, so the 
both documentaries emphasise that the plumbing was a major issue for Fire Festival because there just wasn't the infrastructure to handle all of the people who are going to be there, like people going to toilet and stuff. Um, but then someone emailed, like, um, sort of an internal email between some of the organisers, so one person said to the other, like, no one's eating anything because there's no food, so there won't be, we won't be pooping. And that was actually the rationale for not having the right infrastructure. Oh my god! <laughs> like imagine this one, like yeah, yeah, god, okay. perfect. They'll all be starving. That's absolutely so, fine. Yeah, like, just let let them like literally um get, what's that word? Constipation and can kill them. <laughs> um, so the, there was people were sold these like luxury tents. So like there was tents and there was stuff like that, but there was way less than there needed to be for mm-hmm. people who were there. Uh, so these luxury yurts, yurts that people had booked, which I believe was blue, I believe it's kind of like teepees we would call them, yeah, like luxury teepees. Um, so in a panic for it to put all the guests like there wasn't enough um, place for anyway so the organisers started buying tents um, far from luxury 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 yurts so far from the luxury yurts advertised they're actually disaster tents left over from Hurricane Matthew so they just bought these like hurricane tents and they weren't waterproof and there was like also a massive storm that weekend and they, they weren't waterproof but that's literally what it looked like it looked like a big like crisis it looked, like emergency shelter it looked like there was some massive shipwreck and people had washed up and seen they're putting these tents up for dead bodies yeah not that they paid to be there just had, like thousands of dollars to be there um so the organizers approach um is inventive um so threatened for a bill of 175,000 to get his trucks full of evian water through customs mcfarland asked his oh my god was there something huge about the evian yeah so you know your man the older guy who's talking yeah he's so basically there's 175,000 they need to get this evian water through customs because it's where there was no water for everybody and they hadn't got any money to pay it so um he gave him a wank or something. He, uh, yeah, Billy McFarlane told the producer, Andy King, he's like, you need to go to customs, you need to go to head of customs, and you need to suck his dick to get this across the line. And then your man in it, Andy King, is like, I was going. Like, it was someone's dad. <laughs> he's like, I was going, and I was getting ready to suck that man's dick because we just had no money to pay him. And, and did he? No, he actually didn't have to in the end. But, but like, what made him think that your man was willing to, to get his dick sucked by him? Like, what the hell? Like, some, what, like you know... He's trying to do a bit of work, like he's just like you know, like the, these things happen. Like things like, like I think he's been like no time. Like I had a package that got caught customs, but I wasn't offering to give anybody a blowjob for it. I paid. I, I paid the thirty five euro. <laughs> oh, I remember that part, and I was like the fear in your man's eyes. That is, so if you're going to watch a documentary on Netflix, watch it for that alone. Your yeah. man was. You just think things couldn't get wilder, and then that scene comes, and, and you're like, just like, what the it's hell? It's crazy, and your man is like a straight man, and he's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to suck this other dude's dick because I have, we have no money to pay for this water, and people are going to start collapsing. It's so wild. But that was the last point I wanted to end on because I'm I just so, thought... I forgot about that completely. I put it to the back of my mind. Thanks for bringing it up. And for good reason. Yeah. But I was just thinking like that's how lucky, like we're so lucky that we're going to an event that we know is going to be well produced and we've been there before. We know it's going to be fun. We're pink moon camping, as Amy said, for the first time. So we're really excited. But it's just wild that that happened and even doubly wild that he's fucking doing it again. Like, there was me thinking me buying that furry hat for 30 euro was crazy for the festival. 
people sorry people were spending 12 grand on tickets and they were promised helicopter rides and an unlimited drinks package and they got a yurt not even not even and they were ripping matches in half to try to sail away in the sea to get home like they were in the Bahamas where we sailed and also sharks it's fucking crazy but anyway that is a story of fire festival part one and part two but they don't say those crazy Americans for nothing they and they don't and you know what I don't know where he's from but he's probably fucking from Florida Florida man Billy actually, I actually have um in his Wikipedia where he was born and if it's Florida I hope he's not related to Seth MacFarlane. I hope not. Uh, no, he's born in New York. Well, but you know. Um, but yeah, that was it. I just said I kind of bring them together, but I hope, like it's the most craziest thing in the world. Yeah, because I did. I seen that being like um, Fire Festival two tickets going for like four nine 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 was like one of the things I seen, and I was like, this is obviously a meme. And like people are just sold out. Like I don't even know if they've announced who's playing at it. People just want to be involved in the drama. I think they must. The only logical thing is people must be thinking it couldn't go that wrong yeah. twice. And your man saying we have like prop, proper like we're working with like proper like producers and all that shit. Like I'd say it will be a success. But God, how how would you put all your faith in it and it not been a success last Who week? would ever work with that man again to support this? Like, I don't understand. I don't, I don't know. And how has he got the money to do it? Like, I don't understand how he's coming out and I can, like, the fact that people are calling him a con artist is hilarious. But like, con artists get their way. They can talk the talk. And he's probably like put out the tickets and all. And then with that money, that's how he's paying for everything else. Like, he probably didn't have the money until the tickets came out. Kind of thing. Probably. But like that's what happened with like the thing that that's what happened with Fire Festival. Like they just kept getting money and then having to pay for something else. And then another thing was coming on so that they give more money. They had to ask people to pay more money for the tickets. And every time they asked people for more money, it's because they had a different bill to pay. But they kept promising more things for the more money, and then they just couldn't follow through any of it. I just think I want to be as far as away from America as possible. <laughs> Like they it's just so wild. Like every turn you take, they're doing something crazy. <laughs> like I just can't. Like I can't comprehend just how it's happening again. Like I just can't get over it. But the only security those people have is like this whole thing is going to be so hyped up and so, like, monitored. Do you know what I mean? Like that they yeah. have to do it correctly. And people are going to be on his dick, and he'll get sued again if this happens again, and he'll go back to prison. But all I'm saying is, if anyone's going that's listening, have a plan B. Like, honestly. Honestly. Because also, sorry, now what I'm thinking about it, I think that he was siphoning some money for that from that as well and keeping it for himself. Like, so he's actually, like, just popping some money into his pocket. Well, he'd have to be making money somewhere, I suppose. But anyway, have a plan B. And also, like, we love a god. Go to a festival where you can get left home. Please. Like, is there a need to be flying to all these crazy places? Like, like, I wouldn't be going to anything if I couldn't drive there. I, I'd love to go to, like, you know, like, hotel or something like that. Now, yeah. I want to be able to drive and collect me. But you can get a taxi. Uber, like. But, I don't know. Anyway, crazy girls. But, you know, stay safe. Don't go to fire festival. Don't. And have your wits about you. Bro, great topic. I'm very on theme for the week. Well, hopefully it won't be us next week. Or oh next two weeks. Oh, my God, imagine. Review of the week. Review of the week. Pow, pow. So, Ro 
Ocean doesn't know what the review is this week, so I'm going to reveal it and then we're going to get it ready. It is an eating review. I'm so excited. I love an eating review. So, remember when I said eating Tremblay? <laughs> <laughs> we had a laugh. I love that man. But is you that... can't call an Irish child Ethan because we just say Ethan. Ethan. Yeah, I know. I don't like being Ethan anyway. Mm. But anyway, not, not, no offence. No offence to any Ethans. Because I can't say it. I can't say it. No, no. But anyway. Um, so, this week, the review is... Do you want me to do a little rough? Well, like, it's not like one thing. So, oh, me. I have to say a full background. <laughs> You're like, stop it. <laughs> shush, shush. shush. <laughs> um, do you know... On, well, my TikTok is full of this lady who keeps eating big plates. <gasps> they fucking... Yes. They cottage cheese. Well, it's like, they call it cream cheese and mustard. Yes. And then she dips stuff into it. Amy, I've been... I can't <laughs> stop looking at her. So... Chicken sausage and cream cheese? Yeah. So she tries a full plate of stuff, but I was like, here, I'm not wasting it. So I've just got a few things, but I'll show you oh what I've got God. when we go up. I'm so excited. So that's what it is. If you want to pause it there. Oh, we Jesus go Christ, we'll be back <laughs> in a second. So we're back. <laughs> we're back in the kitchen. We said, do pa- wait because we're pausing, and we did pause, and we now we're in the kitchen. So what we've cooked. Oh, God, they're just shrinking down again. <laughs> Sorry. The sausages. So. The girl in the video does like loads of veg. Yeah. But one thing she always has is sausages. Yeah. And then the main thing is the mustard and cottage cheese dip. Mm-hmm. So we have that and we have two chicken sausages. We have two cucumbers and we have some carrot sticks. Yeah. And I'm just so excited. I can't, I, do you know when you're, I want to try something? It was kind of like when we had the pickle wrapped in the... Sour. Because I could never imagine what it was going to taste like. And the pizza with the Nutella. Oh yeah, that mm. was weird. So we're just commenting on the chicken sausages because they went in normal size, then in the air fryer they expanded like myself. I and think. now they're shriveled back. And it's really interesting. Maybe it's just because it's just like, I don't know, I was going to give a reason, but I'm not a scientist, I have no, no. idea. Yeah. But... What are we going to try first? Would we try a piece of veg first to let the sausage so, yeah, cool down? I was, my, you're just, we're singing from the same hymn sheet. Are we? Yeah. I didn't know, I don't know how to place it because we need the mic and the... No, we'll go ahead. Would you want to do the cucumber first right there? Yeah. Okay, I'm a bit up here. So we're going, this is what she does. Cucumber with mustard and cottage cheese. It, oh, that's what she does. She always, when she has eaten it, she has it and she goes, cucumber. And then sometimes... Oh she, yeah, she yeah. tells it, she goes, cucumber. And my mouth's actually watering, and I don't even know if I want to like it. Oh, I'm scared. You go ahead first, you dipper. Okay. If you got a little bit, you've got a better bit. It's hard to get the cottage cheese to stay on from videos I've seen. I also used American style mustard because that's what everyone seems to be using, but Roshan said she makes her own. Cheers. Cheers. It's not as bad as I thought. No, it's not, but the cottage cheese texture is going to freak me out. I think the sausage is just going to taste like a hot dog. Yeah, I think it will. The mustard, I actually don't mind mustard at yeah, all. Yeah, I think the mustard's alright, and I didn't think I'd like that. Because, again, like hot dogs and stuff, you know, ketchup and mustard, mm-hmm. whatever. I can't really figure out what it tastes like with cottage cheese. I don't think... I'm going to have to go for it again. I don't sorry. know if I want another bite. I think I want to try the carrot. Not 100% sure, I think, but yeah. I got more um, mustard, I think, than cottage cheese. Yeah. With cottage cheese, like, sometimes she finds it really hard to stay on things. and keep sliding off. <laughs> right. We're trying... Oh, we forgot. Carrot stick, mustard and cottage cheese. Okay, I got a nice little slough there. That's okay. Yeah. Nope. That's actually okay. I'm going in for more. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get enough of that. 
I think. Like, no more microseconds. I don't understand if I'm tasting the cottage cheese or not. I can't explain to you. I don't understand why it's so fine. Like, it's so grand. I thought I'd be puking. She keeps saying, guys, don't knock it till you try it. But the ha- she tries this thing with a heart of palm. And I really want to taste it. Is that it. what it's called? Yeah. I don't know. It looks like a raw sausage. It's disgusting. I'm excited to try the sausage. Now, as a rule, I don't really like sausages. Mm-hmm. Except for this one. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good segue. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> don't worry, I've made a sausage for her. There was one with the bread earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and she is not expanding. She's getting smaller. Oh, God. Okay. Right, are we going sausage? Bon appetit. Cheers. Sausage. <laughs> Sorry, you were doing... I was like, that fall on your sausage. Okay, sausage, chicken and mustard. Well, oh yeah, it was cottage cheese and mustard. Yeah, well, she always says, yeah, you're right. She says chicken sausage, cottage cheese and mustard. Oh, it's so hard to get it on the thing. I know. It's kind of you know what's freaking me out. It's kind of looking like an egg yolk. It's all so yeah. It's like a egg salad. Oh, oh god. Ready? I haven't really got any cottage cheese, but I don't know. Cheers. Come on, take your time. Well, not, nothing's really staying on it, but anyway, okay, here we go. If you had that with a pickle. What's the cottage cheese going on? I can't figure out what tastes I it. think the cottage cheese is a waste of calories. It's because giving you it can't a, taste it, just have mustard. Like, it's giving it, like, a sharpness, I think. Really? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I didn't really like it, the mustard, surprisingly. I'm going in for seconds for, for the listeners. I'm going to eat all this. Mm-hmm. I think that's yummy. Mm-hmm. She could be on to something. But like, I'm not having this for my lunch and then being full. No. No, she has a massive plate. I, I'm sure she is full from the amount of veg, but like she's eating raw broccoli and Brussels sprouts. She eats, okay, so if you don't know what she, who she is or what, I don't, what, I can't actually um, think of her name, but we can tag her in the description. Mm. But she eats a big plate of raw carrot, raw broccoli, raw cauliflower. Broccoli. <laughs> raw broccoli. <laughs> in case you haven't noticed, I can't speak in this episode. Raw cauliflower, hearts of palm, whatever the hell that is. She has radishes. Mm-hmm. Then she has fruit that she doesn't have anything with, like she doesn't have any cottage cheese with. Yeah, she does have like pomegranate and all. And then what, do you know what sometimes she does as well? She makes scrambled egg with loads of cream cheese and um, mustard on. No. Yeah, she does. Scrambled egg? Yeah. For farts. I know, I know. God. But do you know what? I think I'm going to get... That tastes disgusting. <laughs> Is it after the sausage though? I'm gonna eat them sausages, I think. They're delicious. Because I don't like pork sausages, but that's yummy. Apple sausages for the win. Sorry, I'm going back again. So for the listeners, I'm after going back three times dipping my sausages in the cottage cheese and mustard. I can't get the taste of that cucumber in my mouth. Why does it taste like that? Yuck. Okay. Okay. Right, what are we what are we saying? Okay, right, so the dip as a whole. Grant, like not, I thought, I thought it was going to be. I can definitely, like the cottage cheese didn't have any major taste, but I can definitely well, kind of just taste a little sharpness off it. Mm-hmm. But as you said, I agree with you. I just have the mustard with all those things. Yeah, it's not, the, the dip, it's not as bad as I thought it was no. going to be. 100% not. So what would you rate the carrot and the cucumber first? The cucumber, I'm going to give like 
A two out of ten. Yeah, I was going to say four. It, the it carrot, just... I might give four or five. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, the sausage, I'm giving an eight. Yeah, I'm going to do four for cucumber, five for carrot, and sausage eight. There you have it. Uh, this was a fantastic idea. Congratulations. Well done. food reviews from TikTok. So, and I, it's always so, because I was saying this to Amy, my toxic trait is that I look at these things and then I'm like, well, I love that. And then I buy the whole works. I was like, oh, I'll never like that. And I'm surprised. I am. I'm surprised at the chicken sausage because it was funnily enough, like stuff like that would just, I don't know why I never think of getting it. Like, I was mm. like, oh, I just need to get sausage, but I really enjoy well, it. Why the chicken sausage? Yeah, it was delicious. Nice. On its own, it was delicious. Mm. The dip, like I wouldn't be making it for myself again, but mm. if I was starving and it was there, I'd definitely eat it. Is there anything else, anything else I can do with that cottage cheese? Why do they have it? Um, Fire it straight out the back window. <laughs> you can put in your hair as a hair, hair mask. <laughs> no. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people put a hand in your hair and you can get out. That was vicious. People <laughs> spread vicious rumours about like oh hair masks. Oh my God. There's definitely loads of recipes you can use cottage cheese for. Off the top of my head, no idea. But like so you could do like what's that? What's oh, goat cheese tartlets? Could you make it like even pop it into what some? What do people even buy that for? Some sort of desserts. Like could you like try to lob a bit into a cheesecake instead of cream, instead of cheese cream cheese? But they're very alike, cottage yeah. cheese and cream cheese. So you never know. Don't dock it. You try it. Well, there you have it. Go and try it. Thank you so much for getting all this, and I really enjoyed it. And you know what? I'm glad I tried. I'm really glad I tried. I'm glad I tried. I'm really glad I tried. <laughs> what else? I'm glad I tried. It. <laughs> do you know what, guys? And before we go, it is bestie brood. And how do you feel about trying it? Hey, I'm pretty glad we tried it. <laughs> feeling glad. I'm feeling glad. Well, besties, we've come to the end of the episode because, as you might have noticed, we've no agony aunties question this week because you're all healed. You're all cured. Good for you. Um, but not good for us. Anyways, we really hope you enjoyed this episode. We surely enjoyed recording it and we'll have another one. We'll be recording it sooner than you think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so if you did like it, you know where to, to find us to um, interact with us, give us a like, tell a friend and we'll see you next week. Bye, Bye Bestie. Bestie.